We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. Joining us right now, like I said, Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic, covering your New York Jets. Thank you for the time tonight. Welcome, Zach, in. Hello. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm great. Thanks for joining us, man. I, I feel like uh, I've, I've tried to, you know, well, not try to get you on. I've wanted to get you on, and I tried today, and I'm glad you were down and you had the time. What a perfect day. What a perfect time to weigh in on this whole thing. Uh, I remember seeing your article about what went on behind the scenes with Zach Wilson and um, Mike LaFleur and, uh, you know, the whole, you know, behind the scenes with, uh, you know, with the Jets. And fast forward to now, right, I was just reading through your article that hit today, you know, that Aaron Rodgers is out. And on air, I've been saying I'm getting left at the altar vibes from Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. I feel like there's been nonstop conversation on this station and other places about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Meanwhile, you haven't even been on a date with the girl, the guy, the girl or guy. I'm making an analogy here. You went on an, on a date with Derek Carr, nice Italian restaurant. He came to see you. He even thought last night that he was leaning towards making it official, and then you see that he's gone public on Instagram and that, uh, you know, he's he's dating the guy that, uh, you know, told you not to worry about, and now here you are as the Jets looking for somebody to go to the dance with, and you haven't even met with this guy that you've been obsessing over, and uh, here we are. So what are your thoughts, first off, about this whole saga from the end of the season with Zach Wilson? Like, I think start there, right? <laughs> The Jets didn't draft the right guy, and uh, so now in year three, they've had to come out and say, we're looking for a veteran quarterback. And when you start that search, you start at the top at the potential of a Hall of Famer, multiple-time MVP, Super Bowl champion, and then you also you know, take a look at Derek Carr, pro bowler, guys won some games, been in the league a little bit, a little bit younger. But like, What are your thoughts right now on where the Jets are? Because that's what none of us know. We speculate... But what are your thoughts on, like, how did we end up here and now the first chip falling is Derek Carr is not available? To, to your analogy, it does kind of feel like, you know, the situation where they keep texting him thinking that they set, set a date up and he's not responding <laughs> to, like, nine straight text messages or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I I think they they were very interested in Derek Carr, but from the beginning they, they – were willing to wait for Aaron Rodgers, and I think they they did that knowing that they were risking losing out on Carr. 
And if Roger doesn't work out, then you come out of this empty-handed. I think that's the worst-case scenario for everybody. I, I think what you'll see happen is if that, if that does happen and, you know, maybe they sign a Jimmy G, I don't think that's guaranteed either, but you sign somebody like that and you start hearing a lot of the spin that that's what they wanted the entire time, but that is not true. Uh, they, they wanted Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr was option number two. And, you know, there's the Lamar Jackson pipe dream, which I don't think anyone actually thinks is realistic. So, um, yeah, I think right now they're in a holding pattern until Rodgers makes a decision. And I think that they thought they would know by now if Aaron was wanted to come to the Jets, if he wanted to go back to Green Bay. I think the longer you wait, you know, the more I think maybe he wants to go back to Green Bay. Um, but just nobody knows. Like, it's such a wild card. And he has everybody in the NFL, you know, waiting on, you know, tooth and nail, like, to find out. Uh, what he's going to do, and he kind of holds all the power now. And he, it, it always amazes me when he talks, and he uh, and he's like always surprised that everybody's like, you know, cares about what he's doing and what he's saying, why everybody's reacting in certain ways. But he's, you know, he's one of, if not the biggest name in the NFL now with Tom Brady retired. So, um, you know, they're in a holding pattern, and I think we'll know at, at the very latest by this time next week when the negotiating window opens for free agency. I, I think Rogers has said he doesn't want to put whatever team he's on in a position where, you know, you don't know who it is in free agency and you have to wait and you're not able to approve the roster and then, you know, the team you'd want to go to can't really approve around him. So I, I think we'll know maybe in the coming days, maybe within the week. But, yeah, it, right now I don't have any inkling about whether he wants to go to the Jets because I don't think the Jets have any inkling for it. Yeah, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers uses a watch or traditional calendars <laughs> or even has – he looks at, at the sun, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's looking at how many sunsets has it been since <laughs> I went on my darkness retreat. Like, I don't know if this guy really is on the league schedule. And I a lot of times I'm on, I'm like, just follow the paper trail. Look at the dates. Like, 4 p.m. tomorrow, we're going to know more. And uh, the day after, we're going to know more. And we learned a lot today with the Geno signing and with the Derek Carr signing. You mentioned Lamar Jackson, and I... I have to ask you about Lamar Jackson because I was on Lamar Jackson and that pipe dream before the Aaron Rodgers pipe. I just feel like Lamar Jackson, if he's available, that's a yeah. big if, then they have to have that in their mind and they should be making calls right now. They should be calling up uh, Eric DaCosta down there like, hey, if you're still apart from Lamar and I think they're going to tag him tomorrow, but I don't think Lamar Jackson wants to play on a tag, especially seeing Geno Smith and Derek Carr just get guaranteed money. Uh, how far away do you think that dream really is for the Jets to trade for Lamar Jackson? Because I feel like if you miss out on Aaron Rodgers, it's got to be Lamar Jackson next. And then if you miss out on him, then you can start looking into the Jimmy G's or Ryan Tannehill trade or signing Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I I, I think it's still is a pipe dream. And, I you know, I, I, I do think they would absolutely be interested if they actually became available. I still don't know. That team's out. I know there's been some reporting that maybe, you know, the Ravens would be willing to listen. I, I, I don't know if everybody believes that in the league. I think it's going to be – I think we'll know tomorrow. So tomorrow's the franchise tag deadline. And if the Ravens do the non-exclusive tag, then other teams would have the ability to offer Lamar a contract. And hypothetically, if the Ravens didn't back it, then the other team would have to give up two first-round picks. Uh, so if they do a non-exclusive tag, then it gets very interesting, and then maybe the Jets get involved there. If it's an exclusive one, then the then the Ravens hold his right. And unless, you know, you're blowing them away, not only do you have to blow them away with, with an offer, but you also have to give Lamar, like, the fully guaranteed contract he's giving, which is a very steep price to pay. And obviously the Jets want to earn right now. Maybe they think that's worth it. But I, there's a lot of steps between now and, like, the idea of them even, like, 
getting into the negotiations with Lamar, where a lot of teams have wanted to. So um, I still think that's a pipe dream, but, you know, the NFL is crazy, and the Lamar situation seems very volatile. Uh, you know, it doesn't sound like they're making any progress with their contract talks. So I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't see the Ravens giving up on you. When you have a guy of that caliber, you don't trade him especially because the Ravens have a good enough roster around him to, like, compete. So it's uh, it's one of the most fascinating. Rodgers and Lamar are the, are the two things that everybody's looking at right now. Yeah, I feel like if you miss out with Rodgers and you're prepared to make a trade for him, you got to try and pivot to Lamar. But I don't think the Ravens are actually dumb enough to, like, I, I, they have a generational talent. Uh, I would love to yeah. see the guy in a Jets jersey. I would buy that Jets jersey. I'd be at MetLife Stadium to root him on. He would completely change this team. But... Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're there yet. And I've been preaching, hey, day by day we're gonna learn more, and day by day we will get there. And you know what I thought today, and I put this in my notes. Okay, now if it's just Aaron Rodgers, right now it's okay. It's down to you were looking at Derek Carr, you're looking at Aaron Rodgers. Carr comes off the board. He signs with the Saints, the place that he visited first. So now it's even more on Aaron Rodgers. Why do we think that there's not a mystery team? Why do we not think that there is some other team out of? Let's say there's 20 teams potentially that, you know, could want his services. There's probably less. But, like, why do we think that it's just the Jets? Why don't Why don't we talk about at all a mystery team where there's always a mystery team in the draft and free agent? There's always a team that pops up, you know. Totally. Like, I didn't know the Browns were going to give that deal to Deshaun Watson. How come there's no chatter about a mystery team? It's only the Jets. Yeah, you know, I've actually been saying I think it's, it's, it's like, it feels like it's just Jets, Packers, or Bucks, unless there's a mystery team. Like, that's kind of been the way I've been phrasing it. Because, again, it kind of goes back to, like, everybody's assuming, like, the Jets are the only option. But we don't know if, number one, Aaron Rodgers actually wants to come to the Jets. And number two, like, you know, I, I heard somebody talking about this earlier. I forget who it was. Um, but, you know, if Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, you know, I, maybe he doesn't want to go to the Jets, but he's like, I want to go to the Dolphins. I want to go to, you know, the, the Ra- Raiders say they maybe don't want him. But if he says, I want to go to the Raiders, that changes the conversation. Like, he's, he's the kind of player that, if he says he wants to go somewhere, that team has to consider it. So I, I think you're right, you're right on there. I, I think it's not, I wouldn't say it's 100% sure that the Jets are the only other option. I think they're, I think it's like a lot of the pieces make sense. You know, Nathaniel Hackett, the, the roster they have, the willingness to give up, the willingness to trade for him and, and, and all that stuff. And, you know, going, going to a different conference, it, it, like it, it makes sense in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah, like you said, like we, we don't actually know that Rogers wants to go to New York and, if he wants to go somewhere else, I imagine whatever team that is would be interested in it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I just I feel for my friends that are Jets fans, and Aaron Rodgers has been living rent free in their minds uh, <laughs> since late January, and it's like ah, uh, you know, we we've exhausted so many on air hours on Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he even knows. I don't think he even cares. Like you have a whole fan base waiting for you. You have a whole fan base that. It would go insane if you actually came out and said, I want to play football and I'm down to come to New York and, and be the savior for the Jets. I, I've been on record saying I don't think he wants to retire. Brady retired, so him and Brady and Canton and the same, you know, five years goes by, whatever. Like, I don't think he wants to do that. Uh, but he's a guy that they're saying, the Packers are saying he, he wasn't really bought in. And he's a guy that they're saying wasn't really committed to their offseason work and, and that hurt the team. Like, who thinks he's going to all of a sudden come to Florham Park and want to, you know, be at OTAs and, and throw extra routes yeah. and be around? This is a guy that needs isolation. It is impossible to find isolation around here. This is a guy that's looking for <laughs> darkness. This is the brightest lights in the world. Like, what are we talking about here? I, I just, more and more, I'm like, okay, this would be 
if if the news comes out that he wants to play for the Jets and they're going to make the trade, this would be ridiculous. So more and more, I'm thinking like it's not going to be that ridiculous. He might just be a Packer. And just how you said any other team, like a mystery team, would entertain that, Green Bay would entertain having their own guy back for another year. Um, if he says, hey, I want to stay in Wisconsin, I have a mansion here. He, you've heard him say, 18 years, this is my life here. I grew up here, like... I just don't see him wanting to come live in North Jersey and play for the Jets. Yeah, and I, I do think, you know, the sense I got coming out of Indy was that, you know, again, I don't, people even in Green Bay don't know, like in terms of like coach GM, like I don't think the, the higher ups even know what he wants to do. But I, I do get the sense that if Rogers says, I want to stay in Green Bay, they'll happily welcome back. Come back. Like they, they believe in Jordan Love, but Jordan Love is an unknown and Rodgers and so they feel like they can still, you know, go and win a Super Bowl with Rodgers where I don't know if they can right. with Love. So, yeah, so I, I don't think it's a question of if the Packers want him. I think it's more if he wants, the, if he wants the Packers. And like you said, there's a lot of reasons to think he would. I mean, they drafted this kid Love over Jalen Hurts. And now we see Jalen Hurts have an MVP caliber season, get the runner-up in MVP, but then go to the Super Bowl and ball out. So they're kind of forced to see who Jordan Love is. They drafted him, I think, with Patrick Mahomes in mind. I remember when he was coming out of Utah State, people were saying, oh, this guy. Like, There is no other Patrick Mahomes. I hope we all know that by now. There is no other Patrick Mahomes coming into the league. There's nobody that you can project to be Patrick Mahomes. He's one of one. But looking at the draft, right, I, there's, a, there's a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, just I watched the combine this weekend. There are a few guys in this draft. I think this is a, a deep quarterback class. Uh, I think in, in five years from now, there might be a few of these guys starting. So when I hear that, like, oh, Vegas is not interested in Aaron Rodgers, they may draft Will Levis, they may explore Jimmy Garoppolo uh, with the ties with Josh McDaniel. Maybe, like, maybe, but at the same time, if he wants to reunite with Devontae Adams, they're not going to say no. Um, another question yeah. I have before we let you go, I know you, you used to cover the Eagles, you used to cover the Giants, and this is WFAN, so Giants fans are listening, and yeah. We're going to find out about Daniel Jones, and I think today certainly affects Daniel Jones, his contract negotiation, and what he's been asking for. I have not once entertained the thought that he would command $48 million, $45 million, even $40 million a year after the year he put together last year. Do I think he's a good quarterback? Yes. Do I think he's a future quarterback of the Giants? Sure. I just don't think he's breaking the bank, and I don't think that they're willing to do that. I think that there might be a situation here where they tag him, which I think would be foolish, or this this thing could play out beyond the draft. Maybe they keep negotiating. Maybe they, you know, maybe this thing uh, takes a while. But I don't see Daniel Jones holding out. I think he's a good kid. I think he's a hard worker, and he wants to be the quarterback of this team. But he also wants his payday. He switched from CAA to athletes first because they have gotten guys their big payday. What are your thoughts on Daniel Jones now after we see what uh, Gino got a uh, hundred and five million fifty two guaranteed and uh, yeah. You know, Derek Carr gets a hundred million guaranteed. Yeah, you know it's fascinating. I mean, you know, Jones is looking for this money a year when he's threw fifteen touchdown passes. Like I knew he, I know he had like a, you know, it was a big step up, and he's a big reason why they're able to do what they do. But yeah, it's, it's crazy to look at the numbers and look at the stats, and they don't really line up. But um, you know what, what? What I always go back to with these contract things, I I think the forty five things been a little overblown. What I'm more curious is like what the structure of the contract he's looking for, like how much guaranteed money is he asking for? Because that's really what matters. If you look at, you know, like the Geno contract, I think I saw somewhere that they can get out of it. If not after the first year, they can get out of it after the second year without mm -hmm. any issue. And I think I think the same thing with Derek Carr, they can get out of it before the last year. So yep. a lot of times that, that number that's tweeted out is like more for the agents and to make the player look like he's higher paid than anybody. Yes, thank you. So, 
Um, so, so I'm, I'm curious to see like how long of a contract I'm looking to do, what the guaranteed money looks like. Uh, so I, I think it, it might come out to look like, okay, he's, he's averaging 45 a year, but it might be a situation like the, the car contract where it's like a 40, like a $50 million cap in the last year, even though they can get out of it before that kind of thing. That's kind of what I'm curious about. It seems pretty clear he's going to be back in New York. Um, you know, the, de- the deadline's coming. A lot of times the deadline's for action. So maybe that'll, they'll push everybody to do a contract, but, um, you know, it'll be a contract with a franchise tag. Because if he did hit free agency, the thing is with the court, this quarterback market, he would he might even make that much money in free agency, which is probably why he's asking for it. I just don't see anybody loving like Tiki Barber on this radio station says nobody loves you like your mama loves you. They drafted him, <laughs> they developed him, they got him to the totally. playoffs, or he helped get them to the playoffs and get a win this year. I think he's most valuable to the Giants. Now, here's the last question for you. Zach Wilson, why why do they endorse Zach Wilson so much in Jets land? Is it because they potentially, you know, want to move on from him? So you, you can't in the media be like, yeah, we admit this was a failure. This was a move that we made and uh, we messed up. He's not the guy. Or do they actually believe that, like, oh, last year was just a rough year. He got hurt in preseason, you know. Uh, he's got a better shot coming in this year, even though we're definitely going to get a veteran quarterback. Like, what is it with Zach Wilson? I feel like he's another one. Before it was Aaron Rodgers, all we talked about every day was Zach Wilson on this station. Yeah, I think it's the beginning part of your question. I think that's that's what it is. I don't think they're going to come out and say, um, you know, we don't believe him anymore. I think they're saying the right things publicly, but, you know, I think they've made it pretty clear how they feel about him with, you have the owner, the GM, and the coach being like, our number one goal is to get a veteran quarterback this offseason. And you don't say that if you don't plan on benching the guy that you drafted second overall two years ago. I, I think they're open to the possibility that, you know, maybe behind the scenes without any eyes out of that pressure, maybe they can develop him into a useful player. But I, I think ultimately they're planning for a future where he's not necessarily a part of it. I, I don't think they're – I think it would be pretty hard to trade him right now because they're not going to get very much value. And, and it doesn't look good, good if you're trading a second overall pick uh, two years later for like a fourth or a fifth. So I imagine they hold on to him for this year, whether he's a second or a third string. Maybe next year they move on. But I, I think they're just going to try and develop him quietly behind the scenes, hope that the questions stop coming about him. Uh, but that, the, the, the quotes that you see, and it, it really is just them trying to say the right things publicly while privately acknowledging that, you know, the situation got pretty bad. Yeah, agreed. Hey, Zach, appreciate the time. Go enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Rosenblatt covering your New York Jets for The Athletic. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.